0: Spoiler alert, we've seen the movie. (laughs) And we hope you all have too, because if you haven't seen the movie, we're about to, I don't think, ruin it for you. I think think we're going to have to tell you some of the things that happen in the movie. So if you haven't been Barbie-fied already, maybe you should go see the movie first and then watch this stream. But for everyone else who's eager to find out whether or not you should go to Barbie Land, Uh, Yes, you should. And we're about to take you there. Welcome to the Mosaic Arc.
1: Ah, This is good. We should have we should have
0: a what a a coordinated dance and a what did she say? I should remember Mm -hmm. that what she says. Yes, you know, just a just a little a little thing with bespoke music and a few friends and very fancy dresses and you know, I haven't been to a dance like that in years. (laughs) Yeah, neither have I. I don't um, know. Yeah. No, so I did go to dances like that in college, but I think without quite so much sparkles and certainly not with, with this good set music. So, you know. No, it was a proper disco. I, maybe. Well, I do I do know. We So, you know, I, I have not been roller skating in ages and ages, but much of my early, you know, it, it, when you're in middle school, it's not really courtship. It's, it's sort of the awkward time where you kind of skate next to each other and hope to have mm-hmm. a... Have the couple skate and hope there's something. Yeah, I did that at the right age. So maybe maybe that counts. When I when I had my Barbies. Cute. Yeah. Aww. Which I still can't find. I don't know where they are. It, 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 it would be appropriate. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't think I have any of the Malibus because I think all their legs fell off. <laughs> there. And I wasn't even trying to make them weird. Their legs just came off. <laughs> They're just weird. Because you partied too
1: hard with the Malibu Barbies.
0: <laughs> I suppose. I mean, I, I, I mainly, sp- I think we talked about this. I mainly spent a lot of time kind of setting up house for them with binders. They <laughs> keep mm-hmm. my binders full of Barbies. <laughs> and I had, so, I mean, I, I've, I've done a little research on Barbies now, and I know now which era of Barbie I lived in, although, like, the Malibu Barbies, I think, were just coming in in the 70s. But um, we longed for a Barbie house and, you know, the the Barbie car and the Barbie, I don't think we got any of that. Like, I have anything but the dolls and the and some clothes and little shoes to lose right because they're, they're you always have to you know you just like they're, they're oh yeah yeah they you never you you can never keep a pair of
1: barbie shoes no, no. they're always like they they always want shoes gonna come they're off. gonna be limping around <laughs> all L- limping with their permanently
0: <laughs> hitched up arched feet, <laughs> and i can barely i had to... go ahead Oh no 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 go I can barely wear heels, but my grandmother dressed like Barbie heels, definitely. So I think maybe I maybe I'm I'm too old. You know, I should have been my grandmother's my grandmother's era to be able to wear the proper heels.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean people are still wearing heels. <laughs> Weren't people still wearing heels? And Gen X is a heel. No. no, Gen X weren't. No, they? we wear Birkenstocks. When Gen X went grunge.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Those I've had. Right. Yes. <laughs> when Weird Barbie gives her the choice, it's like Birkenstocks or heels. It's just like <laughs> reality. Oh no, the Birkenstocks definitely. Although I don't like Do Birkenstocks. You want to see the Gen X reality or not? <laughs> so yeah, so millennials, you guys get the uh, the. You're millennial, right? Are you are you Gen? technically yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 that that you know that's i guess like sex in the city and heels and stuff like that uh, truly we had i had none of that i wore doc martins i'm weird barbie you don't get to be weird barbie yes. i'm weird barbie
1: <laughs> 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 well that's i think uh i mean i paused. like uh, i i was more into gen x culture than i was whatever the millennials were doing grunge kids with doc martin's like. Way more sense to me. Doc
0: Martens <laughs> are good shoes. Right. You could have a one pair of Doc Martens; it would last the whole year if you wore them every day. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: They're indestructible. Or they were, they were before the uh, manufacturing got moved from the UK. <laughs> it's just some uh, some other multinational destination of
0: production. Well, when I when well, I we, had we're, them, we're I was in the something. UK, so there they were
1: oh you had proper you had the proper authentic
0: yeah yeah and you could wear them I was like I'd have one pair of shoes for the year and wear Mm -hmm. them wear wear through the bottoms of the Doc Martens I don't think I was ever I never got them repaired so I don't think I'm authentic level grunge but I've had the Doc Martens well if
1: you if you get to the punk level you'll have the same pair of shoes for 20 years
0: yeah, well that, that that's just the on ones that are in the back of the pens. closet. That doesn't count. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now and now I realized that we you know appropriately starting this this Barbie stream on shoes. So one year one time my husband went on a trip and he came back with a book on shoes from a shoe museum in Toronto, I think. There is a shoe museum in Toronto. And I loved it. And mm-hmm. the, it was at that moment, I think I had that was my true Barbie moment when I realized I, I do love shoes. I don't wear high heels, but I I I have more pairs of shoes than I realize when I start counting them. Because there was some kind of, I was reading some advertising thing and he was saying, you know, you can choose to get how many people are going to buy more things by whether or not they have already some of them. And his example was shoes. You know, like, do you have two pairs? Do you have two, five pairs? Do you have 10? And I'm like, I'd still be standing after many iterations of this 2080 cut. So I I think I actually like shoes. I'm I'm not, not my grandmother (laughs) with the heels. You do have the sex in the city (laughs) shoe thing. I do. I do. So the Barbie effect is clearly there. And yet never had the the house, never had the car. No, um, I had a pink car
1: once believe it or not. A
0: toy one or a real one?
1: <laughs> it was a real one and it was pink <laughs> and I drove it in a country where a pink car stands out and you don't want cars to stand out. I didn't choose the color but I ended up with a pink car that used to get broken into all the time. Uh,
0: to be so fair, I think pink, pink cars pink stand out cars everywhere, down. not just wherever. I mean, Although w- yeah. when we went to when we went to when we went to <laughs> Graceland and we got to see all of Elvis's cars and they were selling toy cars and I bought the pink Cadillac, so I guess I have a pink car. Got <laughs> uh, well one. This is this is the, the you know so the Barbie effect is is showing itself. Just just it's like the shoes, the pink car, <laughs> the the love of the love of hostessing, roller skating. Mm-hmm. Oh dear, maybe uh-huh. I am Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. so how much how, mu- how much you know convincing did it take to get you to go see this movie?
1: Oh, well like all the 5 <laughs> seconds when you said I I
0: went to see this we're going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, so I convinced you. So my inner Barbiness is like yeah. it's like pushed you over the edge that that easily. Well, okay. So but you I mean yeah. a, a year ago I said let's stream and you said okay so I you know I guess I have a certain degree of She's Barbie a Barbie Power. Yeah. The 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 what's it uh stereotypical Barbie? No, no Barbie Prime as Dark Harold calls her. I think Barbie Prime. Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> Barbie Prime. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't, growing, gl- growing up, I was not blonde, right? I appreciate that now I'm better than blonde, right? Um, but when I was growing up, I was yes. a regular old brunette, right? So <laughs> I just didn't have the power there, right? The, the 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 My grandmother was blonde, so she had the Barbie, but the Barbie blonde power. I didn't. I was, I was, I, in fact, my first Barbie was brunette, not blonde. <laughs> that, that's why I think I always, resi- I resented the mm-hmm. Malibu Barbies because they were blonde. Not because they were tan, because I could do that.
1: I didn't have a. I, I didn't have a. Uh, well, look, I I grew up around people that came from the generation where it was blondes have more fun, but then, uh, with dark head Southern Mediterranean surrounding me, so <laughs> the the ideal wasn't blonde. Um, but I'm just trying to think if I, I think I owned one, maybe two Barbies and they were Disney princess Barbies. Hmm. So not even real, like attainable <laughs> kind of, you know, you can get a pink Corvette in a little beach house. It was like, no, we're going to have Cinderella Barbie and little mermaid Barbie and
0: that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, technically no Barbie physique was mm-hmm. attainable because their arms were too short. <laughs> right oh. we all we all, we so like if you, if you put your <laughs> arms above their heads they would come about about here
1: because so. <laughs> they don't have to do any work <laughs> i don't know they don't
0: have to do any real work they don't need long arms <laughs> i mean we 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 certainly recognize like you, you i did have a kin or at least i had we did de- there were definitely kins in the in the in the play set And the thing is, I had a sister, so I'm not quite sure whose dolls were whose at certain points. But anyway, there was a kin and there were there was more than one Barbie. And of course, we did take their clothes on and off. And so we recognized they were missing other attributes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're just bumps. Which, because we were playing with them when we were 11 and 12, you were kind of, you know, conscious of the problem, probably. Mm It would be one of those things (laughs) that people start asking questions about, yes. Yes, I thought I thought it was quite sweet in the movie at one point when they're saying, you know, we should her boyfriend and girlfriend, we should go back to go back to your house and do what? It's like I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It was beautiful. (laughs) It was very wholesome. So So this this incredibly wholesome movie, it you know it's it. So I I won't say I think I think deep down I knew I wanted to go see it because I I was in fact Mm -hmm. hoping for, you know, clueless. In in some respects, right? I was hoping for some kind mm-hmm. of, or um, I mean, Legally Blonde was actually quite sweet, and uh in, in a variety of ways. Um, mm. the, the, every so often, mm-hmm. right? You get one of these very nice, it, it's fun to be a girl, kind of movies and get to dress up and and mm-hmm. be pretty and sweet. And so I was actually hoping for that, uh, but then but then our friends in the in the in the, the you know the alternate internet. It basically means everybody <laughs> started started <laughs> coming out. I don't know. I don't know what happens on mainstream media anymore. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it since the last time I was in an airport. Um, it came started coming out with the varieties of responses and reviews, right? And so it's like Paul Joseph Watson clearly mm-hmm. saw the the previews and was horrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw his response. <laughs> You know, it's just that he was not amused. He was not amused. <laughs> he was, you know, the, this, this, this was not worth watching. It was horrible. There was, a, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 it's, it's woke, right? This, is, this is, this is horrifically woke. Okay, but then of course our, our, well, my arbiter at least, I think he, got, he goes, he goes through cycles of whether or not he's approved by others, um, uh, arbiter of taste, um, Mr. Yiannopoulos, says, and I quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after this was this was of course after he'd already turned himself into a Ken doll on his profile, so we figured he probably enjoyed mm-hmm. something part of it. I haven't laughed at a movie this hard in in ten years. I think it's in my handwriting. It's a masterpiece. I'm like, well, that's okay. I and I have seen mm-hmm. movies with Milo before, and I've enjoyed them, so I thought that was worth thinking about. Um, the scent, the Ken Supercut will be transcended. Well, then I was actually intrigued because, of course, there's something more mm. to this than just Barbie and her Barbie land, lording it over all the, 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 well, she doesn't actually lord it over the Barbie. She just says, hi, Barbie, and they all say, hi, Barbie, back, and they're all called Barbie, right? Which you could say, okay, so they're all Barbies
1: oh yeah it's like a pink twilight film.
0: like everyone has the same <laughs> name <laughs> everybody's the same <laughs> so they're nothing but barbies and Kens and an allen right mm. and a midge yeah, right there, there's a few <laughs> uh, there's a few uh, you know outlier all dolls but the rest of their barbies and Kens, right okay um and then of course so uh, 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 the more substantive reviews i got we had um first let me see I'm doing my students do this since like get get their phones and it always looks like, is, is that big enough to see things on and create <laughs> books? Um, so we first, we had um, the dark heralds reviews. Um, and I, I on our cave, and, and I will say, you know, prefacing this, I do trust the dark, dark herald in his, in his um, criticisms for the most part, particularly, um when i first started reading them last summer when he was doing reviews of amazon's um rings of power and they were
1: <laughs> oh there were it was across the board <laughs> righteous fury against <laughs> <laughs>
0: And the, people were, oh happy. my goodness! And I, we, we did a little stream on that, right? We, so you, you all know we're yeah. not, we're just like Gladriel and Armor. We, we, we were not interested, right? We were interested in Barbie. We were not interested in Gladriel and Armor. So something's up here,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and yes. and so you know, if the Dark Herald has an opinion on something, and he did go see the movie, which is fair, but more so than Paul, Paul did. Mm-hmm. Um, but his, his, you know, his original, his, 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 his estimation was. Um, the movie itself, right? It starts starts off giving a little backstory on the dolls, but we won't go do that in the moment. Um, "Quote the Dark Herald," uh, there has never been a more misandrous heap of shit. Excuse me, beep, than Barbie. <laughs> ladies, don't say those words, but I'm I'm, I'm quoting here. For that matter, is profoundly woman hating as well. This celluloid stain is purest <laughs> third wave feminist bull. Beep a piece of propaganda created with a view towards warping the minds of little girls into being solipsistic failures at womanhood before they get anyone anywhere near puberty. The Dark Herald does not recommend this movie (laughs) He finishes, Mm -hmm. right? I'm like, well, that's, that's rather sad. And he had actually seen it. And so I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure, sure about what, what to think about that. Um, but then but then he did something that made me intrigued, which is, of course, uh, talking about how much money it had made, which is not necessarily... You know, it's like it, we're watching things like the Amazon's Rings of Power not make the money that they were hoping to because they were clearly tri- simply trying to cash in on our stories that we, we liked. But, but apparently a lot of people have gone mm-hmm. to see Barbie. And th- I think this is where I, he won me over, although it's not actually... Uh, his own doing it's it's that twitter thread that i got caught up in (laughs) after posting our what women really want oh how provocative right well apparently it turns out that women didn't want ray carol danvers captain marvel or mikey spock true didn't want any of those i didn't certainly they didn't want a gender-swapped male hero who was putting men in their place and making them stay in their lane women just wanted barbie so there, mm-hmm. the man who got dragged in found that something they liked in Ken, as had Milo. So hmm, now I'm intrigued. He had problems they identified mm-hmm. with. Hmm. They understood his struggle. And then Dark Herald goes dark and saying, Hollywood absolutely will not. They might be willing to make movies like Top Gun Maverick, but they won't enjoy it and it will show. Okay, fine. So I really wanted to see it anyway. <laughs> so we did. So we went to see yeah. We, did.
1: we did. Milo sh Milo should write an article about his uh, like a, a proper review of this film. It would be interesting to hear his uh, Ken supercuts in uh, in the written. Form. I think
0: I agree. Yeah. So Yeah,
1: yeah, we um Yeah, so you got you got me in. <laughs> <laughs> so we said, Which is fine. She's everything like, he's just Ken. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um I did have my, my strawberry daiquiri with me, so I did get into the
0: mood. <laughs> that helped. I just got an entire bag, a giant bag of popcorns. <laughs> and, oh, this is to say how long it's been since I've been to the theater. So they've they they've renovated the, the theater in my neighborhood, which is a little bitty theater, um, and added so they've got reclining seats. Like all of the seats are Ooh. big enough to recline. It was very comfy. Amazing. And popcorn. And there we were in the theater. My husband went. My husband my husband and I, he kegged. <laughs> um, well, I was not,
1: I, I tried to abandon expectation about the entire thing. And because I'm annoying and I don't like to follow everybody's trend of hating on something just because if I hate it, I hate it. And if I love it, I love it. I didn't, the things about Rings of Power that bothered everyone else did bother me, <laughs> but I also still hated Rings of Power for different reasons.
0: Did you ever um, watch any Rings of Rings
1: of Power? <clears throat> oh, oh, you yeah, did? I've okay. seen quite a few. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't hate watching. I just needed to understand right. what was wrong. <laughs> and, and that, uh,
0: that we are, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're allowed to continue to mock.
1: Oh, well yeah, if you if you hate it, you hate it. You sure go for it. Uh, I don't know. It, I, it I I terrible. trust I trust Dark <laughs> Harold and now I'm going to
0: trust you. I don't want to have to watch it. <laughs> but I wanted to, I really wanted to see Barbie, right? I wanted to, I wanted to see Barbie. No, it was Barbie just it too. was like la-
1: it was lazy storytelling. It was just it was really lazy storytelling. Um, so with Barbie uh the opening scene got me cuz it's fabulous you've got all the, uh, you've got the cinematic homage to the the opening scene of, um, what is it? Uh, pl- it's either Planet of the Apes or 2001 it's Space 2001. Odyssey. I always forget the difference between, the- it is 2001 Space Odyssey where they're all having a chimp out. So it's all these little girls with their dollies and they're playing mom and they've got their little baby girls and uh, baby girl dolls and then the music starts playing dun 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 dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Suddenly you've got Barbie, the prototype, first edition release. So she's towering over them and of course they start bashing their dolls in and rebelling against their maternal role-playing that they've been allocated to and then, boof, Barbie is in and suddenly the world is uh, revolutionised by her. Pink! Completely pink! um well that was that so was just, one of the it was amazing the, that was
0: a beautiful that was a beautiful opening scene okay so that's one of the ones that paul paul joseph watson was completely triggered by because he said you know this is and i i admit Whoa. i would like here we have you know the she's i've got that on screen now so she's there towering and apparently in that black and white stripy uh bathing suit which was the original costume for the doll as barbie uh-huh. yeah. um that he was saying you know here they are destroying the the girl little girls are being taught to destroy their desire for motherhood and give it all up as as the dark herald is going to say something about you know they're going to live a life of childless materialism in their pink little world but you liked it
1: well i didn't read it like that at all (laughs) yeah i didn't read it like this is for little girls to be told this is what you need to do although it could be okay let me summarize my thoughts about barbie in one sentence this film is a rorschach test for your feelings on gender identity crisis okay that's it it's a rorschach test so if you go in with one idea you're going to come in and you're going to read that movie with your track
0: mm. that's
1: my feeling so when paul joseph watson sees this he sees uh hollywood propaganda is uh programming, you know, giving that pink MK Ultra to little girls. You gotta bash these right. babies. You don't wanna be mummies. Um I didn't see it like that at all. Cause of course I'm coming in as a as a an older millennial on the cusp of <laughs> the Doc Martin generation.
0: I don't think you're that much um, younger than Paul. I I think you're actually he's forty, you know. Yeah, probably around that age. <laughs> I know you're younger than me, so there.
1: <laughs> I'm not telling. I'm not telling.
0: <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> we, stopped counting
1: after, we stopped counting after the three hundred and twenty.
0: Okay, fine. Yeah, so. um, <laughs> yeah. um the generational thing, but this... I think the thing is I like that image. It's like this is the Rorschach test of what we saw. And I I did yes. I did go through <clears throat> looking up the ages of yeah. all the people involved in making this movie because I was curious um and Gerwig is about 40 something the writer right but mm-hmm. she co-wrote it with her mm-hmm. husband who is uh in his mid early 50s which I thought was interesting okay um Gosling mm-hmm. who plays Ken is 40 something 43 and um Robbie is 33 the one mm-hmm. playing Barbie so there's there's it's an interesting they're they're you know mature adults but of a range of about 20 years that were involved in creating Mm. and um mckinnon who's the weird barbie she's uh she and gerwig are roommates in college apparently so yeah nice okay so they they know
1: each other they have a lot of room to play then um which is great so those age ranges, first off, that's the peak uh, peak era for what um, women uh, had to go through being crash test dummies for the, uh, the new femininity, mm-hmm. the new womanhood. We were pumped out by boomers. And so all of the women and the men involved in this film have been in the same boat that me and my... <laughs> have- me and the girls that I grew up uh, with were, which were the crash test dummies, for this uh, this philosophy of f- femininity. So I saw the, the opening scene and I thought, uh, yeah, I know what they're doing. At least that's my reading of the Rorschach test. They're showing exactly what we were sold yep. or what we were given and what our mothers were sold and given. Because it really wasn't us, it wasn't our generation. We didn't put the dolls down. Our mothers put the dolls down. <clears throat> So when they're having their uh, little Dudley chimp outs and smashing these babies, I was thinking, I'm looking at
0: the boomers. Mm. That was my first thought. I'm looking at the boomers here. This is what was going on. And the doll so that doll, and the nineteen it's she came out they released her in nineteen fifty nine. So absolutely mid-boomer. Yep. Boomer, boom, yep, mid boomer. Yeah. Boomer mid absolutely peak boomer.
1: Peak boomer. This was when those girls were <clears throat> supposed to be playing mummy. And then this uh, this uh, prototype uh, of femininity is introduced to them. So Paul Joseph Watson sees it maybe as a propagandising of the younger generation. I saw it as a revelation of what my generation had to go yeah. through. We were born into that post uh, dolly chimp out culture. Because by the time I was born, this had already happened. We didn't put the dolls down. We like, I really had to think about whether or not I even had dolls.
0: Well, I had, I did have a baby doll. and I I, had a lot of I don't remember ever being told to play or not to play with her. It, I never liked the baby doll. Interestingly, I liked my stuffed animals. I liked teddy bears and such. And I played with the Barbies. Mm. And so that may be me being weird, right? It's like, I, I, I don't think I've ever, like, wrecked the doll. And I wasn't, I was certainly not raised by my mother to not want to have children. But i remember not liking the doll right (laughs) The baby doll i found Mm -hmm. them creepy i found baby dolls creepy they were dead they were like dead things Mm. to me yeah
1: Mm. Mm. um yeah we had plush
0: toys i loved my stuffed animals Soft, I still have my stuffed thing. animals. <laughs> I slept mm. with and loved to death and seems all broken and everything. I, I the stuffed animals I really enjoyed mm. the the baby dolls no. I I did. I found them like maybe uncanny valley creepy. They were t- that little bit too realistic and so I didn't like them. Mm.
1: Ooh, I just said uh, you triggered another minute. <laughs> now we're going into the abyss (laughs) but the thing is i agree with you i don't
0: i don't see that opening scene it's like the whole point of the scene in 2001 is it's the origin of war right because the 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 chimps are are learning to make weapons so indeed indeed in one way you could say these little girls are being turned into men Crash bang, crash bang. Because uh, the next thing you see is Barbie and Barbie Land, where weirdly it's all very feminine, but all the girls are doing, all the Barbies are doing men's jobs, right? They're doing, I mean, and and the and the Barbie the Barbie line of toys seemed to have done this very soon that they started bringing out astronaut Barbie before there were you know, like moonwalks, right? So early sixties they have astronaut Barbie, they have, they've had, yeah. and they've had all of these series of. Professional Barbies all along, yeah. It th- from the sixties.
1: Mm. So they've all been working women since the sixties. Yeah. yeah. So they've professionalized femininity from the sixties. So exactly, it's the it's the two thousand and one introduction of war, the introduction of weaponry, and what that did to the little population of uh, odd monkey esque simian people. That's what I was looking at. I thought they're showing what happened, which is the warfare on us as women. So I didn't go into this then with my rage against the 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 woke messaging. I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna be open to seeing if there are layers in this film that I can tap into that they're putting in here for everybody to be able to tease Mm -hmm. out a little bit. And that was the first one. It was okay. I identify with that little group of girls that are smack, smashing their dolls on the ground why because i was born into a culture that was encouraging us all to do this right. in some form or another because uh i mean i mean just from the basics like the toys that i had when i was growing up with i was I mean, I'm weird. I'm weird, Barbie. So again, it's like-
0: We're not to her yet. Is, is Nobody horror. knows who she is yet, unless you've all seen the movie, which you better have, okay. because we're about to spoil it all for you. Okay.
1: <laughs> so,
0: I mean, from that, from the toys, it was like, yeah, I get it. One of yeah. the funny things about all of this is I realized, so what we have in stills for you is what I was able to grab off Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so all we have in the stills from the movie itself are the things that they've shown you before beforehand, right? The like single most important thing one should know about storytelling is dun dun dun. You establish something to disrupt it, right? And so the establishing setup is the party. I mean, what I'm you've got the party here, and then the you know when they restored the president at the end, and those kinds mm-hmm. of things are what they're going to show in all of the previews, which is what paul was we'll just use paul as our as our unfortunate kin but anyway um that well and the thing is but dark harold actually saw the movie and so he he It's like if you go in and say the setup when barbie's there and she has the party and everybody's named barbie and um i, I need to make sure i remember what order i put the pictures in yeah. Okay. You know, that, that all of this is Barbie land is perfect. And all the girls get to do everything. That's literally the setup for the story. So fundamental ABCs okay. of storytelling, there's no plot if nothing gets disrupted out of this. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and that's what we you know what Dark Darkeld first described at the, the beginning was in fact the way the barbie land is set up looks like this it's hard to say whether it's a feminist paradise because they're all very feminine in their you know she's wearing high heels that's a whole joke that she can only walk on heels and you know they're yeah. all in very pretty colors and they're all you know worrying about their looks and things like that so they're definitely not um this is like sex in the city utopia without the sex yeah Or something. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's
1: the, she's got the dream closet, the dream house, everything is like, uh, aesthetically feminine and yet functionally not in terms of, you know, they are, they're not real women. They're Barbie dolls. They're toys, right? And so
0: they're, they're they're living in this toy world in which, oh, wait. You said your your Barbies were all, like, fantasy princess creatures? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think so. It's yeah. clearly a fantasy world. I mean, that's, that's yeah, literally yeah, the whole yeah, point yeah. of it. This is Barbie land, so it's not real. Should be a clue. <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> Let's start with that. Um, it should be a clue. It's not real, and it, it's not meant to be it's real. Not it's, it's real. like Everything they did with the set, like uh, uh, you know, fun facts about filming it that they you know used up all the pink paint in London in order to <laughs> paint the oh. set because they ran out of whatever pink nineteen number nineteen it is or something. Right? It's it's designed to look like a toy world. So here's your toy world. The toy world yes. has all of these women in these rolls and and everything and everybody's named barbie and the kins do nothing but hang out on the beach and the water isn't even real so ken can't go surfing
1: yeah it's a plastic ocean <laughs> <laughs> it's a plastic ocean and he tries to run into it ends up doing you know multiple somersaults and he can't get into the waves there's which is oh now yeah this is triggering my next thought mm, ken ken on the beach and the beach of The Kens are in this toy world, this uh, plastic pink fantasy world of Barbie Land. They don't have an ocean to go into. There is absolutely no danger in Barbie Land. Nothing. Yes. So Ken can't even go for a swim. That's not possible because the ocean is not real. Literally the only thing that any of the Kens can do is orbit the girls. They have no other options none uh the running joke throughout the film (laughs) is like no one knows where the kens live they even ask barbie like where does ken live she goes i don't know i don't know actually because the kens don't live with the barbies the barbies live alone they've got their own little paradise dream house they don't know where the kens
0: live with no walls let's be fair
1: Yeah, they're homeless.
0: No, no, the Barbie's Barbie's houses have no walls. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, they have
1: no walls. So they're living in these no walls. Yeah, no no privacy apartments with homeless Kens, stray cat Kens. (laughs) Just sort of
0: sleep outside waiting for them to wake up in the morning. It's very funny. And you you might think, I mean, and and say, you know, that she has a mirror, which she does uh, things like she can't drink you know she pretends to drink and you know the the brush doesn't actually brush her hair and the mirror isn't there right I would look so pretty if I could see myself
1: (laughs) (laughs) they did this beautifully the movements the girls are moving exactly like dolls but yes they can't eat they can't drink nothing it's it is a doll world right so I don't understand how you can get angry at that it was just really funny I just found it really really amusing how well done that was Um, and that sets up the whole story for what happens when you leave this fantasy world where, uh, even the ocean is, is not real. There's no real food. There's nothing. Everything is just placed perfectly for play and not for, um, not for anything else. And it's very repetitive too. You know, she's in a groundhog, groundhog day situation, she's waking up every day. And it's the same thing every day over and over and over again until one day she wakes up and <clears throat> she hits Bobby existential crisis day, and everything starts to go wrong and at that
0: point well she's in the middle of that party, right, and suddenly yeah you yeah. Ever think about death <laughs> yeah. dying what screech the whole... no, I mean you know yeah and 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 yeah. yes, and this this I thought this was another thing that dark Harold didn't like, which I actually thought was very clever right it's like one you you you're clearly in a toy world, and now. Well, how does the toy world run, right? It's like these are toys, and they're not animated of themselves. So there's a premise behind all of it that someone's playing with them. So this is a fantasy world that is being created by imagination. Yes. And what happens? Well, well, what happens to Weird Barbie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why is Weird Barbie weird Barbie? Right mm, yeah. why why she's on screen now? Why is she different oh, from yeah. all of the other Barbies? and i and i I did actually like this as a you know it's like well, how do you break out of the play world how how are you going to have access to the the other- you know the real world the reality world and and you know it's like you have to go talk to weird Barbie, who is always weird who's <laughs> <laughs> he giving her the choice between the flat the flat shoes and the and the heels. Yeah, do you want the high heel or the
1: Birkenstock? She's the Morpheus character of the film, you know, yes. blue pill, red pill. Do you want to get Birkenstock tilled? Do you want to stay high heel pilled? And of course, Barbie, she wants to stay in the high heel world. Weird Barbie's like, no, you have to pick the Birkenstock <laughs> if you want if you want to know what's going on. <laughs> Weird Barbie's there, you know, they're a mystic shaman in the in the broken wonky house on the hill they all laugh at her behind her back into her face that's another running joke mm. in the movie it's f- fantastic you know um so she's just weird her legs are permanently split <laughs> <laughs> she's got snakes boots on. that was the only like, thing barbies could come.
0: do like because if you did them if you, that's why their legs all fell off anyway
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's why yours were destroyed <laughs> they had terrible hip joints so, oh it was, it's very funny so Of course, weird Barbie, she's, uh, the joke too, you know, this woman's moving like a Barbie and her legs are constantly up and she's lying on the floor. (laughs) Looks ridiculous. Makeup's gone
0: crazy because obviously little kids have been- on her face, (laughs) yes. Cut her hair. Set her on fire. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I related hard to that. <laughs> I don't, it's like, I like, could, now I'm starting to remember all the, you know, it's what? like, so these, 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 you know, they're, but they were a foot long, right? And you could hold them, you know, they're very thin, right? But the, yes, the tortures at the bar <laughs> <laughs> are always put through. To imagine that all little girls who ever had these dolls, you know, kept them pretty. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> You set them on it a lot of weird
1: Barbies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where are we going today? Or simply it's,
0: tortured them, right? It's...
1: Throw you off the roof into a fish tank and see, you know, <laughs> if we can get it right. You know, all sorts of things. Um, yeah, so she's been tortured. And, uh, you know, she's kind of existing up there in her own little world. <laughs> but they have to go and visit her so that they can ask her questions about uh, what's going on. Well, of course, the one who's been uh tortured and you know disfigured and has this uh <laughs> horrendous <laughs> pelvic joint uh malfunction has a has the has the clarity to to explain to them this is happening because the person who is playing with you is uh, going through a crisis and basically you're becoming a part of that so Uh, you have to go into the real world and then find the person who's playing with you and then you will be able to, uh, resolve the, the, the issues that you're having, like suddenly she has cellulite. She's got the flat Mm -hmm. feet, you know, everything she's becoming more realistic and it's, you know, it's a crisis. So then we had Barbie sends her off on her adventure. She wants to go alone. And oh, yes, well, goodbye. No, 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 we get, there's Ken in the car, then <laughs> tags along. Yeah, he hides, he 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 attacks, he <laughs> <laughs> stows away in the back of the Barbie car to join her on her adventure, and it's beautiful. So at that point, I uh, I basically just saw um, <clears throat> a really humorous nod to uh the imagination crisis of little girls mm-hmm. and what happens when they go from having these perfect little Barbie land and then suddenly they're, they've got their tortured Barbie, <laughs> you know, who serves a purpose. And then that shift in thinking from being in playtime and being in your fantasy in your perfect serene pink fantasy to starting to think about things like, death mm-hmm. suddenly what happens you know uh i'm not the barbie i'm not like the barbie so it was really really well done she has to leave still couldn't figure out how people are propagandizing little girls
0: at that point no i i know but, but i mean obviously I'm, we enjoyed oh, the movie yeah. so we're just not going to go there <laughs> so, yeah. wait wait, wait no. we having to grab it, it, these poor guys who you know didn't like it and explain it, we're women explaining um I mean th- Bobby's playing <laughs> the, the, the thing is thinking about this of all of the toy movies this sort of transition I think is in- is incredibly well done. It's um I mean Toy Story tends to just have them you know they have well actually I didn't see a lot of the later Toy Story so I don't know but the earlier ones they're animate when the kids aren't around and they're floppy when the kids are around, right? That's it. Mm-hmm. Um I mean I suppose it's like Winnie the Pooh animated toys there that Christopher Robin plays with until he grows up and then he abandons them. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a homage to the, the degree to which we invest our toys with adventures. And then, yes. and then, in fact, do abandon them. I can't, th- I can't find my Barbies because I packed them up probably when I was fourteen, sometime mm-hmm. in there, and they're at the back of a closet or maybe got thrown out. I hope they didn't because of my grandmother's clothes that she made there. I would keep those, right? Is, they, eventually, you don't play with them anymore. And where, wherever that period was between about six and ten, when they went on adventures with you and such, it's Puff the Magic Dragon constantly. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't come back eventually you go off into the oh, I could cry, right? You, you stop playing in yeah. your adventure world and you, you indeed end up having to go into, into less easily solvable situations mm-hmm. <laughs> than drawing on your face and cutting your hair and doing the splits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Suddenly the situations become, Uh, suddenly you're in situations and you wish you were only (laughs) setting your Barbies on fire Um, it's true, you put your toys away as a woman yeah. and uh, that was a very touching side of this story um I think, again, for all of the Ken's looking in and saying, you know, this is the feminist utopia and this is Barbie land. We have no power here. We have no influence in this utopia. And actually what they were showing was what happens when little girls are in their imagination and they're dreaming and suddenly mm. the toys get put away. And what that means for us as as women, you go into a different mode and you don't get to play anymore as a woman. We don't get to play in that same way. And I think that's, part of the whole movie yeah. is demonstrating what happens to us as a sex especially in this culture where we've been told to bash the um bash the baby dolls is that we don't get to play anymore in the same way we're now in the world where we actually have to uh Deal with the reality of uh, of professionalized femininity, mm. and the main character in this movie is uh, going through this horrible internal crisis because she's hating it, and she's working out her stuff on Barbie Land, which is why Barbie ends up having to go and see her. It's all the headspace and the uh, the crisis of the of the woman who's started playing with her.
0: Okay, we're not there yet. So, <laughs> okay because we're not in the real world yet. It's like so one thing okay. one thing with the scene with Ken with his his roller skates. Um yeah. it, 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 no, so he's in the back of the car and I think you know what she says to him like why are you here? He's like well where else would I be? Your your you know my girlfriend. So there's mm-hmm. there's a I mean I, I thought Gosling did a lovely job with this role and I see why Milo liked yeah. it. Um that he's he's very sweet about the fact that He's supposed to be her boyfriend. She's ignoring him most of the yes. time. Even when he was like, like, can I come over and we have a like private time? I mean, this is that Barbie prior to her their journey is still behaving like the eight year old girl or the ten year old girl, right? It's like boy, oh boys, yeah, I mean, the yeah, like yeah. boys exist somewhere, kind of, right? <laughs> you're you're well, not they quite sure they exist what is- to do with them. Maybe, yeah, right? they. They they exist as
1: props yeah. in Barbie land. Like you need boys because the boys are there to do the boy thing. But to an eight-year-old girl, the boy thing is like beach. Yeah, it's mysterious and strange <laughs> what do they and do? they're just kind of out yeah, there and you're wanting that. to, you know, play with yeah. your dolls,
0: right? <laughs> uh, but but the thing is he is he he's 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 never angry about it, which is very sweet. <laughs> And he's and, and when yeah. she's like sort of she's driving her little car, which, of course, we learned like has no motor because it has not move. Right. But so she's you know <laughs> she's driving her car and 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 she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, I came and she's, well, do you have your do you even have your your rollerblades? He said, I never go anywhere without them. Right. So he's actually ready yeah. for the adventure, which I was supposed to say it, when she asked it at first, you're like, oh, well, that's dumb. He always brings his rollerblades. And then no, it turns out that he needed them that she said you should have them. So there's this kind of just even in that little exchange that's in the trailer, right, there's this subversion of what kind of relationship are you expecting the them to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then so we get mm-hmm. to real world and already there's certain some horrible things about women's relationship with other which in this one I've juxtaposed with the horror that the Barbies have when she shows them her flat foot and they're all like, Oh, and they all, you know, red jelly's is like, Oh my gosh, that's so gross. How could you have flat feet? And, you know, in Barbie's understanding before she gets to the real world, but why, you know, I, I, I can't have flat feet because I'm supposed to be the one that, you know, you makes you happy and once, you know, gives you the, the you know the joy and the courage to become anything and you know i'm i'm the one you play with because that that's the way you get to be great and fun right and so she goes and she finds the mm-hmm. the girl who's barbie she was and like i'm here that doesn't go so well <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> so we find, so the actress playing this character is 15 so appropriate age casting for the the role happy to find out and definitely her response she calls bobby a fascist <laughs> i hated you i hated you yeah right yeah and which i find interesting i did go back and rewatch all the the trailers that's in the trailer i mean and 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 i think maybe paul i can't remember either paul or Carroll called him out and say no oh, you know they tried to fix it with their 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 marketing and saying if you ever hated barbie this is the movie for you and it's like what <laughs> Mm. yeah they're letting i mean i found i found like there's there's talk about the subversion right this is clearly a toy movie promoting a toy of a particular company which company is going to be represented in the movie which is interesting yes allowing the main characters to say i hated you yeah i mean so it's, you know I, I think that maybe that happened a little bit did that happen in lego movie lego movie was actually really good too but, and you find out in Lego movie that it's the dad who's playing with all of it. And the problem is the dad's trying to over control the play, but with, yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. In the Lego movie, the dad's gluing all of the things together so that the kids can't actually reform the the creation. So, you know, it's like the glue becomes the machine of death. (laughs) As soon as the glue hits the Lego pieces, nothing moves. So that's great. Um, yeah, in this one, it's the 15-year-old screaming at her, saying, I hated you. Um, and, you know, Barbie's shocked. She's like, why? why? How could you hate me? So, obviously, we've got Zuma's there, 15-year-old, Zuma looking at the prototype of what she was supposed to be and saying, no, I hate you, which was amazing. So, why would she hate Barbie? Um, I mean... So many reasons. We could go on and on and on about why a fifteen-year-old would hate Barbie. Well, the, I mean, like, really? I was
0: never that tall or skinny. I mean, well, maybe sometimes that skinny, but never that tall. <laughs> and my arms do go above no, my head No, no. Lift them up. I'm just <laughs> fixing my microphone. You've got proper arms. I've got proper arms, um, right? Which you know, I <laughs> I, I, I keep them covered because they're not as you know slender and and tan. No, it's like, the 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 you know the un, the I thought it was there's a degree of boldness making this movie at all right because yeah, yeah yeah you know unreal Naomi Wolf yay right you know who we like because of her coverage of other more recent things um you know the beauty mm-hmm. myth problem there I okay I didn't include this all in the in the slides but there were there were efforts mid 90s maybe aughts I can't no I don't remember when they to make like fat barbies and stuff <laughs> which yeah, then, yeah, the, yeah, it's like which yeah. way do we go do we say we want you know yeah. realistic shaped barbies because like none of them are realistic shapes at all but the ratios are all the off ratios if are she all was off. real she yeah. wouldn't be
1: able to walk or
0: breathe <laughs> never mind her feet <laughs> <She'd be dead>. <laughs> <laughs> flat feet or not and and uh-huh. and, and that uh, you know i could say the sex in the city uh vision you know she can have this wardrobe that Apparently, according to Dark Herald, they make most of the money off the clothes and accessories, not on the dolls themselves. So yes, once mm-hmm. you, you get the doll, and then you have to have the full clothes. Which my grandmother made clothes for mine, so I didn't have to, you know. I and I made some of my own clothes. I knit, I knit things for them. They had these little sheath dresses that I knitted. Oh, <laughs> um yeah, that nineteen seventies crochet. at love. It. Yeah, yeah. Although it's a little yeah, knit ma- yeah. little, little knit machine that you just knit little tubes and put them on the Barbies glue came no we're off topic why would you hate the dolls <laughs> well obviously because you could never be as pretty as a like runway model Like 10 women get to be that in the mm. world
1: yeah um, um, well I mean it's, it's the face it's the body it's the
0: the lack of cellulite I don't know <laughs> yeah I mean, they're plastic. Well in
1: I mean in in this movie it is. I mean she's got she's she's got absolutely no flaws. Uh but she's sweet she's... and likable.
0: She's like Cher and clueless. Oh, actually in this film she's beautiful. Are we supposed yeah, to hate her? Lovely. Wait, no, we're now confused.
1: No, I think it's because uh, the girl who's screaming at her is 15 and she's past the point at which this particular person can help her. Uh, she she doesn't see in her uh, a, 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 an image or a, a, a doll that can help her work out her particular problems. She's not able to relate to her. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I can't. Uh, I, <laughs> I hate you because obviously I'm not in Barbie land anymore, right. you know? You get to stay in barbie land forever i'm not there anymore i'm uh i'm 15 i'm being told that uh everything that happened before i was born was just fascists 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 and you know i hate everybody and everything so it's a it's an interesting moment where she's like rejecting this uh this image of perfection who's like very sweet and happy and beautiful um And it made me. It it made me watch very clearly too the relationship between this girl that was screaming at Barbie and her mother, mm. who ends up being uh, the one who's playing with Barbie. So the fifteen year old isn't the one who's playing with her. Barbie comes to her thinking, "Oh, you're the one who's playing with me, having the existential crisis." It's not the fifteen year old. Right. It's the fifteen year old's mother. So they're both surprised. Like, what? Why are you playing with Barbie again? You know, why do you need to work out your problems with this doll? What is it that's going on with you? So <laughs> <laughs> we'll say the woman who plays the mother
0: is in her forties. So <laughs> the author, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the right, one of the writers, yeah. the one who plays weird Barbie and the mother are all in their forties. Yeah. It's a clearly a show for women in their forties. <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah. yeah. That crash test generation.
0: Yeah as I'll, I'll refer to it as well yeah, which in fact both God, now Gosling and McKinnon are right and they're th- this is an interesting juxtaposition right because weird Barbie and I think this is I'm not sure this is from the movie she's here in her oh maybe this is from later in the movie when she's not in her boot her leather boots her green boots but she's in her docks and you know that mm-hmm. she yeah. she take you know she gets to be the kind of masculine girl against his whatever kin. Can- <laughs> <laughs> she's combat, she's com weird combat. Weird Barbie, combat yeah. Barbie versus his. And I'd say that now that we're doing this generational thing and saying, you know, these people these two people actually in real life are the same age, pretty much. Hmm. Um what happened? Like, I'm nearly 60. I was like, poor people, what what happened to you <laughs> while I was, you know, in the middle of I don't know what? Right. The last 20 years. A lot of things. <laughs> a whole lot, lot of things. <laughs> I I do oh, say yeah. it's like being so that you know I went through that period in the eighties and nineties. So I was what no, I was forty in the year my dad died in two thousand five. Um. Mm-hmm. So this for me is is back in the time when my dad just died. Mm. <clears throat>
1: Did you feel that a doll would help you relate to that situation? Not really. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Although I did, I did, the thing is I've always had stuffed animals. So I did have lots of bears and toys and things like that. But, um, know, And you asked me that I had from that time, I got an American girl doll. I think after my father died, I went and found. Other pieces of story. Hmm. Um.
1: So we do rely on it as women. Then we women rely on objects. It seems to be able to work out the the you know, relationship changes in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I got her. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm thinking now. My brain's going in a million different directions. Um, that would be the the main uh, the main thing driving the story. Then is that the mother in that generation, in this crash crash test generation, that have phased between the boomers that uh, idealized Barbie and the zoomers that mm-hmm. hate her. <laughs> Our crash-chest generation worked out our, you know, we're working out all of our psychosocial stuff, our relationship stuff with these dolls, with these objects. We've been working out all of our psychosocial stuff with objects. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think, as is shown in this movie, the objects that we were given to work them out were insufficient for the problems that we entered.
0: Well, or are, th- I mean, it's so yes and no, right? So let's, I think we, we're getting, uh, we're building up a lot of the the great problems here. So we have Ken juxtaposed with the weird Barbie as like, yeah. it, I mean, it's interesting that, of course, when Barbie has problems, she can't go to Ken and ask him for help because he's just Ken. She's to go to, yes. the, to the other, and, um, you know, Ken is going to go through kind of a, a, an interesting transformation once he's been out in the real world which we yes. haven't talked about yet but we'll we'll get there no. um that he's you know gone from having no idea why he's supposed to be there except for he loves barbie or you know i think he i mean i think he does he say he loves her he just he wants to be he's his her boyfriend and, and wants to be right in that and then after he comes back from the real world he's cool ken <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Ken with magismo with <laughs> mojo dojo
0: casa. What is it? How's it called? It? It's like apparently that's not going to be a thing, right? You're going to have to have your mojo. The mojo dojo casa house. That's your mojo dojo casa house. house. <laughs> right. And when he comes back, and when they come back, of course, in the world we haven't told you yet what's happened, but you've seen the movie anyway, so you know where we're going. That mm-hmm. you know, then they turn into fightykins, and oh, you know that the women manage to get them set up so they fight each other which i thought was kind of telling <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> wait a minute it's like the kid, the kids don't just start fighting on their own they're perfectly happy having their mojo dojo casa houses and and i I, yes. I thought this was a nice reincorporation from our what do women want episode which i unfortunately didn't get any pictures of because it doesn't seem that there were any out there what do the kins want most they put them on all their screens
1: Oh, the symbol of Kendim!
0: Yes? Yeah, well, what they wanted the most... Symbol of
1: the what they wanted most was the With horse. With horses! Yeah, I know! <laughs> I went nuts when I was watching that!
0: screaming in the theatre! <laughs>
1: I'm literally talking about this two weeks ago.
0: Kilts. What does kilts want horses, most? Horses, horses. A horse. It. Do, it's a horse. What do the Kens want most? Which they never seem to have gotten, right? And I I, no. I, thought this was I think, actually, I think now that I, that I say this out loud, I think this is why the Barbie's legs always fell off. My sister had plastic horses, <laughs> We were trying to get them uh-huh. to sit on the horses,
1: which they didn't have the hips for. Because they don't bend. <laughs> they're not designed
0: to ride. <laughs> oh, so, so our so Barbies boring. wanted horses too, but that they didn't that didn't work. Yeah. But what the kids I mean this is I thought it was it like so for all of this, you know, this sort of toxic masculinity, their toxic masculinity consists of wanting horses.
1: Yeah it was really adorable it was really adorable <laughs> like ken has his you know he has his epiphany he's out of there and he's watching the patriarch and says yes <laughs> like i can do all of this stuff it's wonderful actually Ken, i think ryan gosling stole the show oh utterly ken, ken should have his own film
0: 100%. well I, the thing is i think i think they'll, um, they, they'll 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 still manage to ruin it somehow i am worried it, it's like this is this it's made a billion dollars now it's yeah. likely there's going to be a sequel and i'm not sure they can pull it off right although i was skeptical i mean this is this movie had some of the same effect as pirates of the caribbean had for me it's like you went in thinking you oh, know, it might be a fun romp and came out going wow that was really well done yeah yep, yep. um they did a great job yeah so fingers crossed they can they oh, yeah. can write some more parts of this story. But this one was this one was great. But think about the, all of mm-hmm. the ways they could have written the Kins. Right? They could have written them. They come back and they want you know. Okay, so apparently Mattel killed itself when they tried to write make He Man back in the eighties, and they mm-hmm. just did... <laughs> or no yeah, made... He-Man He <laughs> Man and She Ra. He Man and She Ra killed it. Or something like that so (laughs) you know they could have made the kins the the kins come back and be all gunned up and and you know rambo and um you know soldier of fortune kind of thing and so they gave them horses or they want they didn't give them horses they wanted horses and they come back and you know want to have cheerleaders and you know the an actual point (laughs) well
1: (laughs) I, uh, like, like I was saying, you
0: know, the, uh, you, you triggered thoughts. I just had a sad thought. Okay, I'll share it later. Sad thoughts. Good. No. Well, um, so, so we want to know how this great transformation happened. We take them into the real world. Here we go. We're in the real world now in neon skates.
1: Yes. So we've gone <laughs> from the Ken beach, which is plastic ocean, can't swim. He just does flips when he tries to go into the sea and they arrive on the beach. So I thought here it is. This was like a perfect parallel there with the setting. Ken wants the beach. What is the beach? Why does Ken like the beach? Or what is it about this that that needed to be uh, the scene for their entrance into the real world? Well, that really resonated because, you know, we're oceanics. Mm. Australians are surfers. So I thought, of course, what is Ken drawn to? This risk of the ocean, this like a magnificent kind of way of like uh, you know testing himself and you know the edge test of masculinity in Australia as the ocean, the water. What what, do you, what you can do in the water here when I was growing up was everything. That was that was kendom like formation turning into the patriarchy. It was like what you could do in the water. So they're they're on the the beach and they're rollerblading together in their neon costumes and of course everybody's staring at them. <laughs> Wow, doesn't understand why. <laughs> Ken's confused because he says, everyone's looking at me too,
0: you know. <laughs> like, it's I really matter, cute. I exist. Now, so the, yeah, the the interesting yeah. thing that I think about these, these pictures that I have is I found them and they said it was production shots, but I'm not sure they're being filmed shots. And I, therefore, I, I'm trying to figure out whether I'm reading and I obviously have to go back and look at the movie and see whether it's... If this is Ken and Barbie, it's one thing. If it's Gosling and Robbie, they're completely different pictures. Because mm. he looks like a man in this one, not a Ken doll. Mm. And they're still in their ridiculous, you know, like toy costumes, right? They're still in their... their yeah, you know, She's in her... But it's not the clothing that's showing it. It's their body posture and their... It's them. It's them, right? Mm. And so, yeah... Gosling actually, as a person, is—I mean, it's like when they're in the. There's something different about their faces and the way. I mean, one that means that their acting is really strong, Um but mm-hmm. if it, it it's sort of this, you know, what happens when you're not in toy world anymore, and what happens when these actors aren't in, yes. in character anymore. Hmm.
1: Well, when you're not in toy world anymore, suddenly you're <laughs> you're subject to actual dynamics of being male or female. Mm-hmm.
0: Then everything changes. Well, there's there's a way in which just he's walking. This one, he's walking and he's in his cowboy suit with the fringes, and he looks really like. I mean, I don't hope I'm not over reading this, and this wasn't just a still from the movie, but I don't think it was. I think these were just they happened to be caught by photographer kind of things when they were mm-hmm. on set that. He's walking pretty assertively and she looks a little nervous.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't
0: think she was nervous in the, in that moment in the story.
1: No, no, she was confused. It wasn't anxiety. Yeah. No, no, no. She wasn't anxious yet. That came later. But it's like, it's like, what, they're no longer it, like,
0: acting, they're bango. They're in actual masculine and feminine yeah. care, role, like real life roles, mm. which I thought was interesting. Uh, it
1: is interesting because it means they understand the switch. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're actors; they should know how to. Mm-hmm. So they portrayed these doll characters, and yet they're not real at all. And and this this whole I mean, one of the, the the fascinating thing about the movie is the degree to which we see this as what kind of fantasy fulfillment is it when the whole story is trying to show you what it's like not to be a doll. Yep.
1: Well the first thing that happens when they enter the real world and they're still thinking like dolls, they haven't had their <laughs> haven't haven't had their real world MK Ultra yet. Um Barbie's confused about why men are looking at her mm. sexually. That that transition I thought it was really lovely because she punches a guy in the face. Course, and they end up going to the police and getting <laughs> taken. And, and, and <laughs> Ken's, going, ah! Ken's really happy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I, uh I, like that resonated. I thought, yeah, that that is that is really accurate. It's what happens when you're a little girl, and suddenly you're not a little girl mm-hmm. anymore, and everybody's staring at you, and you're wondering why, because mentally you haven't caught up yet to the way you right. look. And then you've got to deal with being molested out in public all the time, which I know everyone's going to say, oh, you bloody feminist and it's not the Congo and you don't get raped every 15 seconds. But it, it is actually, real. It, it takes is, a while. No, it's I, real. You're saying
0: it takes, it takes some time to adjust yourself so that you get noticed or not as you wish. I had I had a very nice older man tell me how pretty I look today. So he was, he was sitting in front of the church and I was walking my dog. Not oh, beautiful that's important <laughs> i
1: don't think men understand how no it's really important you should tell women that they they look does. he said, you look like nice all the time. You, look
0: not, you look you no, look yeah. how did he say it it was it was nice right and but the thing is you don't obviously i'm nearly 60 right i've been practicing i remember now when you're saying it when i was 15 or 16 it was awful cuz you didn't know what you didn't know i mean happily i didn't have any like major like we've been huh, we we can do a different movie next time but it's not going to be as happy um <laughs> this, is, this is why yeah. the transition yeah. is so horrible right the the what what happens for girls when they go from 12 to 16 or men right and and the dolls you know they didn't know what to do they didn't even know how to kiss in Barbie land there's no there's yeah. no kissing in this movie it's a pre-princess no, bride no. movie right Ooh, kissing yeah. you know by the end you could think maybe they might possibly maybe want to maybe no it's still pre-kissing for the most part yeah it's it's boyfriend and girlfriend
1: is we're rollerblading right together. yeah that's what we like, do like we did, like we, you did can't we did not rollerblade and... with her i'm rollerblading with her you know i did that i did that, that in the
0: roller rink in the in the, in the, in the early late 70s <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's really beautiful well unfortunately I didn't have the the 16 year old transition mine came much younger my generation came much younger than 16. i mean i think i've said this on the stream before who knows what i've said on the stream before i went to school with the girls that had babies at 13. i transitioned if 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 that kind of attention had come in my direction at 16 that would have been a relief so this kind of world where barbie leaves barbie land of imagination and then gets catapulted into the real world and she has to punch a guy in the face and suddenly she's confused about why there's a mug shot you notice immediately she goes she says we need different clothes ken goes "Oh, okay we'll go get cowboy clothes well, she's got to change the way she's yeah. dressing it, when you're a little girl you can you're like really unrestricted to the degree <laughs> like i've seen some kids in the last few years like a crazy outfit it's so beautiful there is nothing more beautiful than a little girl you see them like wandering around in like odd odd galoshes the left one's different to the right one because of course you know barbies are always losing their heels (laughs) they can't keep it you know different socks socks are different colored and then we're gonna have like uh pajamas and then we're going to put our ballet leotard over the top of the pajamas and then I'm going to do like everything and it's all the stuff you own that you love you will put Mm. on zero self-consciousness about how you look or what your impression is to other people because in your mind you look fabulous you know it's like yes I maximalist my way through (laughs) into just
0: all the cool stuff looking the
1: best yeah that's ever looked And then if you're a a, a girl who was a tomboy, well, that changes to I'm going to just like, you know, I'm going to grunge around and I'll have my skateboard and I'll go through my little Avril Lavigne stage or whatever. But that that moment where you're like, I can't dress like this anymore, (laughs) like no matter how I behave, I can't avoid this attention. It was so sad when Barbie and Ken had to go and get their cowboy outfits. And I thought, yeah, she just had that moment. She just had to go and learn how to dress differently so people wouldn't stare, and even then it doesn't work because yeah. even then she's she's Barbie. She's going to walk out, and so she keeps getting the attention, and then Ken's getting the attention. Ken's loving it. Barbie's hating it. You see the tr- yeah. transition. Yeah. Suddenly he wants everyone staring at him. She doesn't want anyone looking at her. And uh, you know this very amusing part. I don't want to recall the yeah. jokes, but like it's just it's really, really well done. She sits at a bench and she's talking to an older woman, and for the first time, she's seeing beauty that's mm-hmm. different. It's not fixed at an age limit. It's like it's the grey-haired beauty of women when they've reached their uh, when they've reached their uh, when they've reached their wisdom. And and she and her response to that. It's just so beautiful. So yeah, still couldn't see any problem in it. And all I could see
0: was a apparently they wanted the director um, to cut that scene. Yeah. Wow. So I'm 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 respecting Gerwig now more because it, it sounds yeah. like she kept some stuff in this movie that wouldn't have been there otherwise. Respect. And and of course that they're gonna have to go through this problem. But we've talked about, you know, the, the, the fifteen year old who's Barbie's supposedly um, who, who Barbie supposedly belongs to hates her. So, mm-hmm. yeah, gee, <laughs> is that good for toy sales or not? Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, and then, the. I mean, I, it's a I, to a certain extent, it's working for me and and you. It sounds like it's like it's a nostalgia movie, right? We remember playing with these dolls uh it it, it requires mm-hmm. having mm, daughters <laughs> to buy these dolls to, for, for someone our age right and that that's going to be an interesting sort of switch it's like are the girls going to want to play with them i mean i don't i i think my mom my mom was grown up by the time the doll came out so because she's like in her 20 she was 21 when the doll came out so mm. she wouldn't have ever played with them so she must bought them for us for my sister and me um like who? Who this audience is clearly us, the grown-ups, looking back at playing with the toys. Yes, which then is is the I thought very interesting um, juxtaposition of wisdom in this. Right, we've got Helen Mirren <laughs> is the narrator, yeah, and the weird Barbie is the uh the director and and writers. Roommate and fellow mm-hmm. actress, I think. So we have Emma McKinnon, right? And yeah. Mirren. So I, I, I I have this the, the the older the older British women who get to do to the 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 digni, dignified roles now. Mirren's done some really embarrassing roles in her career, and I will never forget the um, Saturday Night Live when they're wanting to touch her breasts because, like apparently women are inspired oh. by Mir- Helen Mirren's bosom I mean I' like I this somehow <laughs> I the thing is I remember seeing Helen Mirren, the first the first role that I remember and I think I was actually aware of the fact that it was Helen Mirren, I'm not quite sure was when she was in as you Like it in the BBC Shakespeare productions and I in the the age that the character the 15 year old was in when you know when I was 12 13 14 15 the BBC was doing all of these television productions of shakespeare and i was obsessed with shakespeare by that point because we read romeo and juliet in freshman year in in high school and i was enough of a nerd and a geek and a lover of poetry then that i was watching all of them and she plays rosalind in as you like it and so I can I can still see there's scene. I was watching a black and white television, right, too. So <laughs> The Forest of Arden wow. in black and white with Helen Mirren. She's such a good actress that I, I mean, it's like, was riveted. And then she was um in Excalibur as Morgan Le Fay. And I therefore can know, I know the uh, Dragon's Breath spell because she said it so well. Um, and then I mm-hmm. kind of like... I, I i don't know what else happened to her because those are the roles that i remember him most um but now she has this you know she has this gravitas and dignity so she gets to be the narrator in the in this production and i'm not sure how i feel about that because her the narration is the place where if there's a feminist sort of feel to it all it's in her voice mm-hmm. was i obs- overly obsessing with the helen mirren character <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, she's no, not no! You're you just you, <laughs> as you do. You put me into like a parallel universe. From sailing, here's around, the Rorschach test up. for me. Yeah. It's like, wait yeah. a minute, <laughs> Helen Mirren's
0: braining it all for me because I know in her yeah. in her career she has had, and I think you know modern politics right now. She's been saying the right things. Quote. So I'm I I that every time the narrator came on and I knew it was her and I knew it was her voice, it broke the spell for me, and I was sad. Ah,
1: see here, this is where I'm thinking again. Uh, Even by accident, it works superbly on an artistic layer because the narrator is the matriarch of the movie. Yep. So what it is is a revelation of what happens when you're coming up into the matriarchy because the matriarchy is real.
0: I didn't like the narrator at all. I hated her.
1: (laughs) Boomer's narrating the movie, yeah, because she's definitely yeah. a Boomer.
0: She's, you know, she's what in her seventies now. How old is she? She's, I mean, she was old enough to be older than me and being in plays and such. I, I realize some people that I, I like Mel Gibson is not that much older than I am. That you know, when I'm a teenager and they're in their twenties, that seems like a long time, right? And now I realize they're only mm-hmm. ten years older than me. <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm not sure exactly how old she is but she's definitely a boomer because i'm the oldest gen x you can be yeah
1: yeah well the that that boomer voice that narrated our childhood right so we all we we grew up with helen mirren narrating our world Mm -hmm. so if they did that deliberately
0: (laughs) they're absolute geniuses Uh, maybe yeah i mean it made me mad that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) Achievement unlocked. <laughs> Notice there's no women characters in this movie my age, right? So Gen X, again, completely mm. left out. <laughs> well, yeah. the writers, The writer's husband sort of is in there, right? So I guess if there's anything that I'm resonating mm. with, it's from his... Re- no, it's like, there's no voice of my generation in this movie at all. And the voice overriding all of it is it's the it's boomers. The
1: yeah. It's a boomer. It's the boomer woman who is narrating the story. And that's the, but that makes sense to me as a millennial. Cause you know, you come up into womanhood and, and who is preparing you for it or giving you their, uh, their narrative of femininity. It's a boomer woman. Okay. There we go. That makes perfect sense to me. Uh, The voice of the matriarch for us, at the top, was (laughs) a Fleetwood Mac fan. I mean, let's be honest. Like, (laughs) it it was was that Fleetwood Mac fan. Where are we we going now? (laughs) I have specific musical artefacts that are connected to the Boomer women that I knew when I was a kid, and that's one of them, and it's never going away. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I was yeah, well, my sister my sister was the, was the, the, the one who actually bought the Fleetwood Mac records and I I certainly know Fleetwood Mac's music. Rumors is is definitely that 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 cover shocking uh shocking, you know burnt, anyway.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh well look, and just in terms of like, you know, my
0: <laughs>
1: my sonic history of this, this thing, that narrator's voice, that narrative voice, it's that and it's a lot of beatles, oh, some horrible things.
0: Um, but now I'm getting all shittery, blah, blah Right, so it's like saying that the yeah, 2001 no. scene is triggering some people. Clearly, her voice is is getting me. Otherwise, yeah, mm-hmm. and I did not like it. I didn't I? I, now, I don't want to be told what to think by her.
1: Well, isn't it interesting that the men are going to get triggered by visuals and we're getting triggered by the auditory? Mm-hmm. Again, a difference between men and women comes out in this this Rorschach test mm-hmm. of a movie
0: hearing <laughs> boomer mama like yeah okay so then so that's <clears throat> so that so these are like the, the 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 you know she's what does it say she's the narrator and this Barbie's always in the splits so well then we have the other two other two pair of moms mom daughter who are both um labeled in the Barbie promo as um, she's a human. She's also human, the mother and daughter. Oh, yes. I like them. Did you like them? Mostly. Um, mm. I like the daughter, but I don't know her, as it mm. were. Mm. And I sort of recognize her, and I was a little worried she was a little caricatured. But maybe maybe she fits. Um, the mom I'm looking at them and I'm looking at this tension between the mother and daughter. And yeah. what I didn't like about their whole setup is the dad's still like around and shows up, and every so often he does he does a, a little clip of a scene and he's kind of ridiculous like at the end in the car when he's trying to speak Spanish. Yes. Fun fact tidbit. He's actually the actresses who's playing the mom's husband. Ah. <laughs> and she's that actually, she's actually Honduran from Los Angeles, Honduras, yep. uh, something like that. So, so I thought there was I mean it's like I I actually I thought she was pretty I th- I thought she was nice casting and I thought they were well cast together as mother and daughter and the ages are right. Yeah. I hate when they cast parents with children and the ages are all wrong. Like there's no way you could be the mother of that person or you know like yes. it's a, that bo- that so <laughs> they ca- they cast them nicely and I, and I like that. I thought there I thought the mom I think she has one of the best lines in the whole movie at the end, which we'll get to in a, in a moment, but there's some, there was something off for me. And this, this could be, it's like, now maybe now it's my age showing I'm not her age of um dealing with certain kinds of questions. I'm like, what? Mm. Get over it. Wait, till you get in menopause ah! <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> or something? Right. It's like, I, I, no. I didn't, I didn't find it credible. The kinds of things she was, she was worrying about. My father died when I was that age, so you know bango, I was suddenly weeping for a year and I've been thinking about that too. It's like what happened when my father died in terms of the men in my sort of everything resets right when when you lose yeah. someone of a generation? My mother's still alive my mother in law died when she was younger than I am now, so it's like every you you're resetting on mortality and life path and stuff like that in different ways yeah um i didn't dislike her it's just this was this was another these jangly places for me
1: well it's i mean it's difficult because it's not uh it's not just a generational gap i mean there's a cultural gap like i i don't i'm not i'm not very familiar with the uh Californian Hispanics and, and what they're like. So maybe that right. dynamic is more of a revelation of what's happening with the Latina women that are joining in the, the, uh, the classic American patriarchy and, you know, their experience of, uh, of, of that, who knows, I don't know. Right. Um, cause that, that may make sense too, you know, like the, their, their way of sort of, uh, showing, huh? That could be it. That well, I wave. thought
0: that was that was an interesting casting decision like, to make it clearly Latina in Los Angeles, playing with a blonde yep. Barbie. Yep. Yep. Um, and they didn't they didn't make a big deal about that at all. No, they it was men- wonderful. Didn't mention it, but it was still there as a potential. Um, yep. And then having the dad who is her actual husband. You know, speaking Spanish badly. Uh, yes, was interesting.
1: Yeah, that was a kind of little little sneak peek at like the, the the interesting dynamics that are
0: going on now with the patriarchy, if it exists. Well, so here's here's the patri here's the the only actual patriarch in the whole thing is Will Ferrell, <laughs> who in 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 the in the Barbie, <laughs> you know. Uh, what do you call these pictures that we're getting? Um, says, please call me mother. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> which, one, I don't remember him
0: saying that, but he, okay, so now I want to go there, right? It's like, it's like I, I do have ideas, strong ideas about this. Paired with the only actual mother in the Barbie world, which is Midge, who's pregnant. Yes. They're making jokes about, there is actually, I did find a, a picture, but she's not in the slides, of the doll. And in the early 70s, apparently, they did make, Mattel made a pregnant Barbie. This one. Midge. Mm-hmm. Well, she was a Barbie, but she's pregnant. This right? continued. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and there's, you know, continual, she's in, you know, in the movie, just, most of the, the thing is, everybody getting all upset about the President Barbies and the, the, the Nobel Prize Barbies and this and that. Mostly they're supporting characters. They're not really in the movie. The, mm. the 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 major drama and character arc is Barbie and Ken, alongside yes. the the yes. Gloria and um, Sasha. It's Gloria. It's definitely Gloria. The mom's name is Gloria. I remember that. Mm. And um, so these other these other supporting characters. It's interesting how it's like what Barbie world looks like. And there is this one that they constantly point to. She's pregnant. And then having Will Ferrell as the CEO. Of Mattel, uncertain about himself. I mean, it's like so. The boardroom when Barbie gets there is, of course, all men. Mm-hmm. History is going to hit you in the face in a minute, <laughs> and and Will Ferrell as whatever is, I think he's just CEO character, you know, and and that they're all in charge of the Barbies, but they're not actually like mean or anything. They're just clueless like usually all the kids they're clueless or this or that we haven't said what happens to the kins when they go back <laughs> i, oh, I yeah, think yeah, maybe yeah. we're gonna have to have another episode <laughs> thinking about the patriarchy <laughs> yeah. on, the, on, the on the kins on the, the, the patriarchy well i'll get to i'll get i'll you know see see whether i can figure out how to um can, can we show clips that are in youtube already i mean i'm not sure how to do that <laughs> i mean i do know how to do it but i don't if they're if they're very short we might be able if to do it. If you can get, if you're doing commentary you can do it, yeah. Okay, so we have this 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 Will Ferrell character calling him mother and the one Barbie who is almost a mother and this sort of tension of mother motherhood in fact throughout yes. the whole movie, which is very well yes. done. I thought.
1: Yeah.
0: Because it is <laughs> Well, do we give the spoiler? Do we skip it right to the oh, well, end? no. Here, okay. The spoiler is: here is Ruth Handler. Now, this, this, this is this is the. She's not the inventor of Barbie. She took the idea from Germany. We're going to have a picture of that next, which Dark Harold pointed out. And now everybody's talking about that there was another doll that Ruth Handler um, and her husband saw in Germany, and they adapted to be Barbie. But in fact, she never invented the doll. She adapted a. Here, I'll show you the next one. Here, here is Build Lily, who was a joke um, character, um, as uh, Dark Carol points out, was literally a call girl. <laughs> it was like a cartoon character that they made into a novelty doll. And apparently, Handler oh. Handler saw these dolls in Germany in the fifties, mid fifties. Said that would make a good yeah. doll. They brought it home, and the 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 the. Uh, you know, original Barbie, Barbie Prime in her, uh, you know, um, black and white swim costume is basically the Build Lily, just mm. a little bit refashioned, and I think they like re-engineered her joints or something so that she moved a little bit better. But it, it was a it was a novelty doll. And it was meant to be a bit of a of a bimbo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But let's go back to Ruth Handler. <laughs> okay so I, th- now wikipedia will destroy and crush you because it's all actually right there on wikipedia <clears throat> guess who the ceo of mattel was the president president the president of mattel was from mm, 1945 to 1975 was it a man? no it was a yes. woman
1: i out of guesses. It was
0: Ruth Handler, <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's there's She's Mattel. I, what's me. funny is Mattel. They claim Mattel was her the the the, the two men co founders Matt Matt and L Elliot. So Mattson was his last name, and L Elliot. And so they put the names together as Mattel, but they couldn't fit Ruth in. And it's like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But she was technically the president. Actually, the president from 1945 to 19. So, the, the original president of Mattel was Ruth Handler. Was mom.
1: Was, was mom. mom.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, it gets better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking here. Yeah, okay. So, everyone's angry about the feminism messaging, but actually, we've got the entire franchise, the entire Barbiedom started by
0: a female CEO? Okay. President, yes. And And she was president from 1945. They founded the company in 19, around then, and they make her president. She's the one who makes the decision about bringing the built Lily in, right? And, and they make this doll, right? So it's, 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 it's whatever, you know, kind of impossible beauty standards, this showing an actual runway model in the costume. There's been lots of retrospectives. I didn't know any of this I had no idea that that black of white costume was iconic, but that this this um you know the runway dolls and and the sort of whether or not they represent real women or not I like I like that they're they're making dolls for the movie and they have made a doll of Gloria too so but she's in pink just as the Barbie is in pink anyway so Ruth Handler is in fact the CEO into you know 1975 at which point she was in fact replaced by a man mm-hmm. you want to know why <laughs> yes yes Did she mismanaged the finances <laughs> they were investigated by the the security exchange commission and she was she <laughs> this is the irs <laughs> It's uh, it's it, My- it, 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 it sort of involved, and I'm sure Mattel has. I mean, the thing is, I I trust using Wikipedia for this because I Mattel has got to have hands all over their pages, right? It, it's like, surely, oh, surely I'm this definitely. is the, the 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 nicest way they could possibly worked- say it. She apparently had had breast cancer and and a mastectomy, and it, it explains that probably some of the, the problem with whatever was going on was i don't know the medication she was on this is in the early 70s so hmm (laughs) but Mm. no the reason Mm. that she gets replaced as president is because she didn't keep the books properly i guess it's 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 Mm. fraud how did they my notes have dropped i wanted to say it the way the wikipedia said it um fraudulent financial reports
1: Interesting.
0: So we will now go back to Ruth Handler. Do you remember Ruth, the Ruth Handler character in the movie? Played by Rhea Perlman, who doesn't seem to be yes. in any of the production shots, yep. right? And how did they present the fact that she, this is the one place I think they out and out lied. Right. It's like, and it's so interesting. Okay. Oh, no, there's, a, there's another layer that's actually creepier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry because the things the things that people are getting upset about it's like it's horror in Barbie it's, land yeah, the horror in Barbie <laughs> land is A it you know it's a the, the Mattel was not run by men it was run by Ruth Handler for the first 30 years and therefore the whole sort of premise of the patriarchy taking over Mattel Corporation it's like no she lost her position because of financial mismanagement Um, mm. the way they portray her in the movie she's the ghost that's kind of living there in, in the the Barbie runs across when she finds her in the, yes. in a kitchen, please. Now that was, I thought that was very interesting. Cause of course Ruth Handler was nowhere near a kitchen when <laughs> she invented Barbie. Mm. And she was a career, you know, she obviously it was her career making these dolls, the doll company. And they have, you know, Ruth, um, the CEO, Will Ferrell CEO, tell, says something like, "Oh well, you know, she's she she kind of inspires, right? She's not really part of the company properly now, but she's inspiring the company." I think um, Ruth actually, her husband died only recently, like in the last decade, but she died in the aughts, I think. That they she they both lived fairly long. Um, that, uh, that 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 they we meet Ruth. Mrs. Handler, inventor of Barbie, in a kitchen. Mm. Now, mm. either that's the most cleverest subversion of all, or or what? Yeah. Were they were they that good though? I don't know. Gerwig did. I mean, it's like they put her in a kitchen. I do my best thinking here. Yeah. The founder of yep. the toy company, on which whose toy this movie is based is put in a kitchen where she does her best thinking. And and the beginning of the movie is showing her making a doll that has the girls destroy their baby dolls, but she does her best thinking in a kitchen. I'm just going to keep saying that until everybody gets it. <laughs> mm. I mean, it, either Gerwig's an absolute genius or something, I mean, amazing is accidentally happening. I think Gerwig probably wrote that, yes. but I mean, it's like, it's so weird. You're going to put a woman yeah. who was the president of this toy company in the kitchen, in, in the, the kitchen. kitchen, they put, back they put, put the her kitchen. back in the kitchen. <sighs> Is this a feminist movie or not? You tell me now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, even, even before you pointed out that detail, I didn't think it was a feminist
0: they put Ruth that Handler back genius. in the kitchen.
1: They put Ruth Handler back, back in the kitchen. Oh! <laughs> On Mattel money, that is On such Mattel money. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: Isn't that just that's too massively much? done? So this is yeah. this is she gets a <laughs> Bimbo doll from Germany repackages it to be you know the Hi. modern woman doll who the is ultimate clearly...
1: vengeance against the boomer that is the ultimate vengeance against the boomer and sorry i made... cut you
0: off but that is it is they put well... ruth handler in the kitchen greta going <laughs> salute <laughs> and then and Amazing. then when we get when we get to the scene okay so now we have i've got the two the two dolls from gloria and, and barbie right so mm-hmm. gloria gloria has been the one imagining her life through barbie she actually works at mattel right she's the a receptionist or a secretary right of the boardroom so barbie mm-hmm. has to run past her she goes in and she's been doing drawings and stuff and it's her drawings mm-hmm. of the designs that have gone into barbie's imagination and and are affecting yes. Barbie. So these are, these are the, this is talk about the pairing, right? The twinning and the mirroring. Mm-hmm. Barbie can't see herself in the mirror, but it's because she's Gloria's mirror. And Gloria, Gloria is designing her and Do you remember what Gloria says to the CEO at the end? Yes, I do. What did she say? She requests a doll that's normal. And and how so? How's how's this ordinary doll going to be just ordinary? Just a just a just a just a doll. What is she going to be? She's, maybe she's going to be a mom.
1: She's going to be a mama. I don't know. You're going to make me cry for the black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Why can't she just be a mom? Mm-hmm. And I'm like. You've set up a movie to have the girls, you know, destroying their baby dolls. And the climax of it is your heroine, on whom yep. all of Barbie's imagining has been based, is saying, Why can't we have a doll that's just a mom? Yeah.
1: She just broke the great wall of silence of the millennial generation. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do anything, I just want to be home with my kids. You're not allowed to say that as a millennial because you've got a boomer narrator that's telling you that you need to be barbie I felt it at the end of that film too.
0: Now we're both crying. <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was absolutely great. We haven't even got to what they did for Ken. We'll do Ken next, right?
1: But yeah, the, yeah. the
0: the the so there's this the interesting I found, you know, there's a lot of press stuff out there, and this is the shoot of the actresses all in their black leather boots and their black and Mar- uh, Robbie is looking at you, right? I'm. They're here with one of the Barbies from the '60s, who's in her black outfit and her, right? Yeah. The, the the you know this. This enormous subversion that this movie has just achieved is having Gloria say, "Why can't not even just you know impossible beauty standard? Why can't she be fat?
1: No, no. Why
0: can't she be a mom?" Normal. I mean, be what be what Gloria and wants not... to be is you know playing yes. with her daughter. You know, she, yep. they have the do- all the scenes with them playing together, and of course, she's taking on the character. She wants to be, and she wants a better relationship with her daughter, which they achieve. Yeah, various things that happen in Barbie Land, but it's like, yeah, that she wants a relationship with her daughter. She wants to be a mom. That's it, right? And and just like right there out the window, all of the fantasy versions of, oh, we need to be president and we need to be this and we need to be that. Because, of course, what happens when Barbie, and now I've got Bar- uh, Robbie and McKinnon, right? They look exactly alike. <laughs> it's, mm. it's like it's, beautiful,
1: beautiful women. Yeah, yeah.
0: But it's like, so McKinnon has to be there as weird Barbie with her haircut and everything. But it's like they are mm-hmm. actually, it's another twinning, right? It's like, barbie once they're the same they're the same
1: they're the same yeah yeah they're exactly the same that's why when barbie has her existential crisis and she's flat on the floor and she's like she's malfunctioning with the cellulite she goes i'm gonna be weird and unlovable like you (laughs) (laughs) because she's she's entered the same you know the same mode i'm still crying about it because i'm thinking about all of the women that i grew up with and like like i've been in that generation movie the crash test dummies for all of this um the boomer idealization of a woman that can do anything except for be a mother Mm -hmm. like who wants to i shouldn't say could be but who wants to do everything except for be a mother right and it makes me cry it made me cry at the end of that movie too
0: uh, i didn't think to look up whether mirin had any kids but this is this fits right it's like this this revenge it's like this is revenge against the boomers yeah it is it's It's
1: the revenge against the boomers because we were not allowed to say that out loud ever ever so i know you kens are angry but like from the female perspective of this barbie film growing up as a woman in my generation i was not allowed to tell everybody that i didn't actually even want to go to school i just wanted to stay home with my family yeah which is an unusual thing to say because we had Barbie has a high IQ. But I actually didn't want to do anything with it except for be in the family. And a lot of girls that I know who were brilliant <clears throat> were the same. We got pushed into presidents, mm-hmm. Barbie and astronaut Barbie and electrical engineer Barbie and um, <clears throat> all of it. And uh, you couldn't be the discontinued line. Nobody wanted to be the discontinued line. Right. And then if you re- if you understood what was going on, you co- you called weird, you're called weird. You become weird, Barbie, because you can see everything you're trying to tell everybody, the dynamics, and they don't want to listen to you. So you end up in your odd house on the hill, you know. <laughs> with your with your hair cut off and the the makeup all weird and stuff but like uh weird barbie she gets it weird barbie gets it so she gets into like her her camo uh her pink pink khaki but uh i didn't see that as a uh as a domination of the masculine she was looking out for the girls because she could see the dynamics and she knew what was going on after the uh (laughs) After the Barbie and Ken characters have their epiphany and they, they want their gender restoration, mm-hmm. and then you know they're they're going at it in their own way and, and sort of making a mess. And the Kens are making a mess; they really are making a big mess here. So Weird Barbie's like, "No, we have got to fix this. We got to we we have to prevent uh, what's happening from happening. It's not to destroy. Uh, it's not to destroy uh, the Kens. It's actually to prevent them from ruining everything."
0: I, so I do think I, I, I didn't plan this, but I sort of effectively did it because of the pictures that I chose. We need to do another episode on the kin. <laughs> Cause all I right. think, I think we, right. this is, we needed to do the one on the women and because mm. this is a woman's story, right? It's like women, it's like when dark Herald saying women wanted Barbie. Yeah. We wanted to resolve all of this. We wanted some way of the women's pressures I mean this is this is what's funny about it. It's like I I don't like Casey's got the best comments so far. They put Ruth Handler in the kitchen where she cooked the books.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, Casey. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: Her, she can't even do that, probably.
0: <laughs> well, she did make a doll that a lot of people played with, right? But the, the I and, and yeah. the thing is I think it what's interesting about it is the doll is not blamed. It's like, I, it, this isn't Barbie's mm-hmm. fault as such. Right. And, and what I, I do want to, I think let's do the next year, next week on the, on the patriarchy and what we learn about the patriarchy from this. But the, okay. the, the, the main thing that I think this movie is showing is the degree to which all of this is women pressured, women putting pressure on other women. Yes. And yes. the patriarch is really irrelevant. Yes. And- most
1: of it. No, I, I think this is why it's irritating all the guys because they're looking at it from a woke you know, we've got to attack it all of the wokeism everywhere all the time and everything. Right. But you guys don't understand matriarchal pressure. Right. No one talks about it. Women never talk about it. There's enormous amounts of pain inside a woman's matriarchy that men will have absolutely no idea about. Right. And especially in the generation of women that grew up with Helen Mirren narrating their existence. Exactly. And if you really want to understand the women around you and why they're so angry all the time, and why they're screaming about the patriarchy all the time, pay
0: attention to this aspect of this film. Because it, li- it was literally the one thing I really hated was her narration <laughs> and, I, and the thing is and i found the ruth handler character irritating yes. and ironic right yeah. that they put her in the kitchen where she cooked the books which is it's hilarious so cool. because they put her back in the kitchen <laughs> it's, just, it's like and it's not barbie they you know it's not barbie that the the, the movie hates wow. it's ruth handler i mean she gets to yeah. like you know do the wise you know choose your life and stuff like that but of course what so you know what uh, barbie chooses in the end is the real world right? <laughs> she doesn't want mm-hmm. to go back and be the doll she wants to go to the gynecologist which we we've you know, the magic there has been completely wiped over. And, <laughs> and I did find that that was sort of, it's like, okay, that makes the joke. And that was a good, that was really it was good. good. But you know, now the way I feel about the, you know, the, the medical profession, I'm not sure going to the gynecologist is what I really want to be doing. Cause then you're just subjecting yourself to another hierarchy, not hierarchy, uh, tyranny. Industrial. Industrial. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But, but but think about it. They've, what have they defined a woman as? With a vagina. <laughs> yeah. gyne in Greek. Like, you have to have. She's a
0: woman. Thing. Yes, so I've had to go to a woman doctor. I'm physically a woman. And so, yeah, the, again, they, mm-hmm. they've completely, the first thing she's gone to is, a, a you know, being physically a woman. And that she doesn't yes. want to stay in Barbie land where the president's a Barbie and the and the the scientists are Barbies and the doctors are all Barbie she actually does want to be in the real world and mm-hmm. That being it's like saying we don't want to be the little girls destroying the dolls and the toy Being the only thing we look up to we want to be women
1: mm-hmm. Yeah flesh and blood women
0: <clears throat> Not in fact manufactured <laughs> <laughs> in a sewing machine, this is a creepy picture. <laughs> it's like the, yeah. the production <laughs> oh, no. of the dolls. Heads on pikes, pikes. Heads, <laughs> yeah, heads on pikes, right? Okay, yeah. so do you want? Do, do you want to realize? I'll go back to the the pairing of of Barbie and 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 Ken. Um, the other, um, rather disturbing thing that I realized once I looked up Ruth Handler and her role in in this whole thing. So they say in the movie where Barbie gets her name It's Ruth's daughter. Mm -hmm. Who's Kim?
1: Ruth's son-in-law. Her son. Oh, bro!
0: (laughs) 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 Yes! No! Yes!
1: Oh man, no wonder Bobby says she's not in love with Ken. <laughs> He's her brother! Uh...
0: <laughs> Sorry, that's really guy. <laughs> I told you I don't, I told you I found some stuff out, and that was it's like, wait a minute. Barbie is Ruth oh, Handler's man. daughter. Ken is her son. She made toys of her children. Now we're in like creepy world. We'll go back to the heads on spikes, right? I have the desire to drink. Right I don't. Like... <laughs> that we so have horrifying. all spent <laughs> how many decades playing boyfriend it's... and girlfriend with brother and sister, Ruth Handler. You have some answering to do. <laughs> oh man! Not her son-in-law. Her son. No, that's actually horrifying. Why? <clears throat> oh, there are probably more it, layers is, that is, we is could this... actually go through Oh, here. man,
1: no, that, that's, a, <laughs> that's a big onion. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh,
0: <clears throat> they're brother and sister, you know. So...
1: Well, I've just had my second existential crisis for the month. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Thought I was only going to have two. Apparently, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm well, back the with the But so um, what? What? What's funny about this is? Do you realize? I mean, okay. So we've <laughs> we've got like the horror of children's literature and young adult stuff, which I've mentioned before. And and say throughout this, like the 80s and 90s, and I noticed this particularly with um Antonia Byatt, A.S. Byatt, whose you know Possession came out when I was in grad school. It was magnificent. Won the Booker Prize. Brilliant. And then she did this story called a collection of stories called Angels and Insects. And, of course, the answer to the puzzle in the, the Angels and Insects, I, it was a collection of stories, but there's one story in it, which is, a, you know, there's a family dynamic, and it's all, you know, and you, insects is an anagram. Anagram? No, you rearrange the letters. <laughs> it's incest, right? So the the the, there's all... Butterfly collecting, or something in the story, but that the, you start getting all of these stories, and this is I want to know the real reason I did never okay, variety of reasons I never wanted to watch Game of Thrones. One, they killed the dog at the end of the first season. Two, it's all it's incest, right? There was there was a, yes. a thing that starting in the nineties, I started realizing this like every single like re- big reveal story that you had in the background of whatever you know horrible dynamic and such like it's always incest. It's mm. horrible grooming. Now, if you wanted to, like, Ruth Handler, why did you do that? You didn't give us a boyfriend and girlfriend. You gave us a brother and sister. It would have been fine if they were actually brother and sister as toys, right? They could have been... Overtly, that would have been great. If they were overtly brother and sister going on
1: little adventures together and, like, mm. role-blading, happiness all around, would, no wouldn't problem. Wouldn't have that been cool? It, exp- it would, Well, it would explain the tension, then, between, you know, just Ken.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, this is my brother. He's just my brother. It is. Yeah. And it, I, I find it fascinating that I never knew that. I didn't know Barbie was named after the make, you know, the it's, she's not even the designer, right? She repurposed Bill Billy, but that she, she I think everybody knows that she named Barbie after her daughter. I, it's there in the Wikipedia entry that she named Ken after her son. But think about the dynamic that that's played out that we, we were robbed of an actual husband for Barbie because it was her brother all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now Gerwig may I hope Gerwig knew that, which is why she doesn't end up pairing them up in the end. Yeah, Barbie overtly says, I'm not in love with you and then leaves right. Which is good if it's yeah. a brother. And and, and he yeah. kinda of behaves. The thing is, okay, so now <laughs> oh. we'll get to Kingdom, right? just in the, the the doorway, the doorway to Kingdom, which we haven't gone through yet, his saloon. Right? He behaves like a brother no. for sure. When he takes yeah. over and wants you know his friends and their games and the horses, <laughs> the patriarchy we're gonna have to talk about, but this whole yeah. th- this interesting, very fascinated dynamic, if we've all been being affected by Barbie how what level of psychic reality are you drawing off of from the fact that this was a brother and sister pair mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No what Casey says, no wonder Barbie always rejected Ken for G.I. Joe. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Run, baby, run. (laughs) We knew it without knowing it. Of course, that you know your brother. I He's got very brotherly energy, Ken, right? Of course I'm here. I've got my rollerblades. We're gonna go on an adventure. He's great.
1: Yes, yes. It makes sense. Yeah. He's 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 just like well, I'm going there. And then she's yelling at you know she she orders him around like an annoying brother, yeah, exactly like an annoying brother,
0: but a sweet brother who just you know wants wants to yeah of yeah. course, but you know if you if you've if you've
1: ever grown up with a brother they're annoying you do you know you there's there's this uh you don't like it when uh brothers they have um Enormous bursts of that, you know, their masculine, like little boy energy. They come in, they wreck your Barbie dream house, they start like <laughs> getting helicopter <toys> and going <laughs> Everything turns into a war zone. It's suddenly, yeah. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> um That makes so much sense now. A whole generation trapped in the dynamic of men and women relating to each other based on the prototypes of a, of a a sister and a brother and not as men and women it makes so much sense of the culture everything yeah that's brilliant
0: now i am wondering whether gerwig i mean she seems to have thought very carefully about a lot of stuff her and her husband in writing this i mean she's getting all the credit as a writer but yeah. i they did baumbach baumbach they co-wrote it um i you know w- and th- and this the of course the, you know sexual dynamics is not just male and female it's all of these other relationships it's the older women and the yes. and the younger women it's the brothers and sisters it's you know fathers and daughters yes. and mothers and sons and brothers and sisters and we 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 caricature and reduce it all to men versus women no it's 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 yeah. got a lot more complexity to it and kudos you know kudos to barbie movie people for yeah. really working out some of this and i do think there's more in the patriarchy thing i want to talk about that more next time
1: oh there's so yeah. much
0: yeah. I, I i was really
1: excited to be able to talk about that not to man bash but to explain why the kingdom actually it's a failure (laughs) let's 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 do that we've got we've got them to the saloon in context of them as siblings now that can happen (laughs) (laughs) really well (laughs) buckle up bro (laughs) Um,
0: okay so to be continued we are barbie we have taken you through <laughs> the first portal. We'll, well we'll come back next week and take you through the next one. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'll get my combat boots. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well you've already I mean we've already established that Weird Barbie is cool. So but the the that there is so and, and that they did this beautiful exercise of getting you know that I it, it's It's they've taken on even more than Clueless did because Clueless was simply a romance and obviously Jane Austen wrote it and so you know we have some layers there um this one they were as you were saying they're trying to they're trying to answer for the millennials against the boomers and yeah that's a really yeah uh, not impossible because they achieved it but very very difficult it was very bold very bold yeah amazing here be Barbies. <laughs> we'll be back next week with more. All right, good night, everyone. Oh, wait! Subscribe, like, watch for our newsletter. Sign up for our newsletter. We're, we've got to get better at this, mm-hmm. like self promotion stuff. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'll I'll make I'll make more Barbie Barbie uh, um, posters of us. Night. Yes. <laughs> yeah.